This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Five little turkeys standing in a row. First little turkey said, I don't want to grow. All right, turkeys, get ready to call in and tell us what's on your mind here on this Thanksgiving Eve. And I don't have a call screener, so just ring, give us a call, 360-676-5464. Let it ring, and I'll get to you. Three are live on the air, and uh, we'll have some fun this hour. Or we'll get serious, depending on whatever you want to talk about. That's what the show's all about, even here on this day before Thanksgiving. So, well, let's just dive right in. We got uh, Randy on hold. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. Uh, What I want to talk about is something that I've been thinking about more as I get older, and also a lot of my friends are thinking about it. And the question is, is whether I or anybody else has a right to die at the time and place of our choosing. Okay. The way it stands now, my understanding is that we don't, you know, and and I've, uh, you know, at this point in my life, I've, I've been there for quite a few people when they passed away at their bedside at the time of death, and, you know, sometimes it is easy, but a lot of times it isn't. Uh-huh. You know, it can be unpleasant to watch and experience. Things happen like your lungs fill up a fluid. And then basically you drown and suffocate to death, or perhaps you die of thirst, or there's a lot of things that can happen. Uh, You know, I I recently had a medical procedure where they gave me an intravenous uh, medication to knock me out for the procedure. And, you know, it was really pleasant. You just fall asleep. And a couple of my friends had the same procedure, and they think, yeah, that'd be a great way to go. Uh-huh. You know, just before, you know, and, and I and I, I keep thinking about like that, uh, so going back to Soylent Green, Edward G. Robinson in his last role before he died, he had that famous death scene where he's put to sleep in the auditorium and the classical music is playing and there's a huge screen with a movie showing the beautiful woods and, and the way our planet used to be before we ruined it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that would be a really pleasant way to go. You know, my choosing is I would love to die at the ocean, you okay. know, just to get an injection and, uh-huh. and die at the ocean. And I want to die, especially if I was diagnosed of Alzheimer's, I would want to die clear-headed when I meet my maker, you know, I guess is, is one of the things I'm saying. Uh-huh. Now, it's really funny how people look at I mean, they say, Oh, no, you know, we can't allow suicide, blah, 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 blah. Well, to me, it should be a fundamental human right. And and, and at any time, if you want to take your life, you should be allowed to do so and to go on to the next I guess next it is uh, the ultimate you know? form of, of control over yourself. Uh, and, and, I, and, you know, people here in our state and some other states – can if they're, I guess they have to be determined to be terminally ill or right. ir- yeah, irrevocably you, ill. I don't know, but they can. They could decide. I, I'd I'd rather I'd rather expire at this point. Uh, but they have to be judged of sound mind and and all that. And uh, well, so. the other thing is if you uh, say if you die have end stage kidney disease, you can refuse dialysis. And they, that's perfectly fine with them. If you're going to save them all kinds of money, yeah, you can refuse dialysis and they'll send you to the hospital and you die. Or, say, if you had uh, cancer that wasn't necessarily fatal, but you could refuse treatment and uh-huh. then you would die. That's okay. But for some reason, it's not okay just to choose. You know, look, you know, I'm at the end of my life uh, or I'm at a period of my life where I just don't want to go on anymore. I want to have a pleasant death at the ocean or, or, or wherever, you know, and uh, just gave me this intravenous uh-huh. medication so I can, uh, you know, get it over with. You know, it's no coincidence that the large majority of gun deaths in the United States are because of suicides. Yeah. And the reason for that is, is they really don't leave us too many options. 
Yeah. You know, you know, a couple of my buddies already got dibs on my guns, you know, because, you know, what are your options? You know, when you're facing, uh, you know, some god awful sickness or or you just don't want to go on anymore. I keep thinking about I spent a lot of time taking care of my 97 year old mother who's basically invalid, stuck in a bed, can't eat anything. I mean, it's really terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want to be that way. Okay. I don't want to end up at that point. You know, I guess I want to go while I'm still able to walk down the beach. Okay. And 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 I've noticed too that a lot of people, you instinctively, you know when it's time. I watch, especially men. You know, a lot of men before they die, they they fix up the house. I've seen several, two cases of this. Where they fix everything in the house, they get everything done so that their wives will be taken care of, and they do all this, and then they die. Oh. But I'm 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 convinced, you know that that you have a intuition that will tell you when it's time, just like when a woman knows when she's about to give birth, because right. what they'll do is they'll start cleaning the house and preparing the nest. You know, because they oh, know that's it. That I'm not. Coming. I'm not doing any more work around the house. I'm letting that baby fall <laughs> apart. If that's what's motivating me, but, uh, but I, see, I, I guess I, I, I have to agree with you. I think as long as a person is of sound mind, I don't know why they shouldn't. I mean, I it's it's a horrible if someone you know wants to fling themselves off a bridge or something like that. But I mean. Well, they all they, do that because they're not. They're the easier ways are not available, mm-hmm. and and I'm sorry if a person, even a younger person, and this is what we'll probably get a lot of calls about, is, you know, you could go through a process. You'd have to make rules that you know there'd have to be a long waiting period. You'd have to have an evaluation. You'd have to have family members, so on and so forth. Uh, but. I just feel like, you know, that it should be a person's right to die when they want to. And like I said, with the guns or jumping off the bridge, if you don't give them that method, they're going to do it anyway. All right, That's Randy. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, an interesting uh, conversation for sure. Uh, appreciate your call, Randy. Thanks very much. Uh, and once again, I don't have a call screener. So, hey, caller, I'm put you on hold for just a moment. This is KGMI Connects. And I got another folk, another person on the line. Hi, KGMI uh, caller. We're going to put you on hold. I'll be right with you here on KGMI Connects. Hold on. And, uh, oh, we got another one coming in. Hey, caller, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll be right with you. I don't have a call screener, so forgive me. Uh, but Tim in Everson's been hanging on. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hey, Joe. Uh, I'd like to cover a couple topics real quick because I'm okay. going to pick on Randy a little bit later. But I do, I do not dislike him at all but the first thing that people like him to do is get a do not resuscitate order mm-hmm. okay. and have that pinned up clearly and somewhere obvious if they're alone otherwise just have it where somebody can get to it okay uh-huh. uh, but my main two reasons for calling were first of all you know you guys had that report on all the dead birds up there in wiser lake yeah and you know, on before that report came out on Thursday of last week, I was out there hunting at Lake Terrell. Okay. And I, my dogs came upon a not right trumpeter swan, and I tried to call every uh, fish and wildlife person. I tried to go up to the office there. I tried to do everything. All I got was automated. Uh, you know, press one for this, two for that, three for that. My buddy said, call 911, just say non-emergency. I said, really? He said, yeah. So I did that, and they patched me through to the fish and wildlife that went press one, press two, press three again. So then I did, and this is my kudos, I called Wacom Humane Society Wildlife Rescue. Uh huh. And, by, boy, I got the dogs out of there, and I, I... Before I was back into Ferndale, uh, somebody called me and they said, can you give me exact location? And I said, yeah, it's here. And and they called me back and said, we got it, you know. So kudos to them. Oh, good. Yeah. 
But I right. called them back today, and they said everything in fish and wildlife is automated, as well as the swan rescue is automated, so you're probably not going to get through. And I said, well, the reason I called is I said, don't let your pets near it. And even your website, uh, on your website, it gives you fish and wildlife. Good luck trying to contact anybody there. Well, we'll put just, a, yeah, I think it's probably best if you if you follow that link. There's a it's it's an email, or you go to website and uh, and can yeah. uh, post a message there. That's going to be probably more effective, but uh, than trying to call somebody. Uh, but yeah, and all right. My, my my other point was is even though, like I said, I do I do not dislike Randy, but I think this inflation thing is. Is I'm I'm one of the world's smartest shoppers, and I will say that. And he can say we'll go to three different grocery stores, but everybody just can't. I mean, I guess if you got a grocery getter and can just zoom around town with thirty miles a gallon, and you don't mind spending four hours of your day. I mean, I am the most frugal shopper in the world, but I think he's a little bit. I don't want to say that word. Uh, okay, when he poo-poos uh, the issue of inflation. Yeah. Okay. You know, he did. He did say, "Oh, I got to pay a buck ninety-nine instead of ninety-nine cents for my Nelly chili." Well, that's pretty much across the board, and it's not like I eat whatever's on sale, Joe. And I pretty much eat pretty darn good, probably too good. But I have a budget, and I stick by that budget, and it's getting harder and harder to find those good deals. All right. Well, I have to so admit, I don't I'm think spend... it should be poo pooed. All right, I'm spending more on at the grocery store myself. I'm, I have to admit. All right, thanks, Tim. And I've got other folks on the line, and we want to hear from you. I don't have a call screener, but I'll get you on the air as soon as I can. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. Heating emergencies happen when your house is freezing. You need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Woo! 
really a Thanksgiving song so much as just a turkey song, I guess. But day before Thanksgiving, thanks for joining us here on KGMI Connects. And uh, give us a call. Let it ring. I don't have a call screener. Place is pretty much empty. Throw a big stick into the other part of the building and not hit anybody. But uh, we're glad you're with us here at KGMI Connects. And let's go to the phones. And John in Ferndale joins us. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I wanted to thank Tim. He's no fan of mine, but I wanted to thank him for taking action when he saw that, you know, that sick trumpeter swan. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, it, yeah, I mean, good on you, man. I mean, and he followed through, too. Um, he was talking, uh, He, you know, he was doing a takeoff of what I'd said. So, you know, I expect people to make fun of what I'm saying. Of course, right. Well, he was talking about Randy, who has talked right. about. Well, okay. yesterday, like oh, I yeah. had mentioned, okay. that my philosophy in life, and I know it's corny, and people look at you and they kind of go, yeah, right. But it's peace, love, and understanding. Peace as opposed to war. Love as opposed to hate. Understanding as opposed to confusion. Because those are the options if you don't live that way with respect towards others. Now, we're talking turkeys. Well, my number one turkey has got to be Mike Pompeo. I mean, this man graduated, you know, from Annapolis, had the number one in his class. He is smart. He was the CIA director under Trump, and then he became the secretary of state. So this is what Mike Pompeo has to say today. He says, I tell the story often. I get asked, who's the most dangerous person in the world? Is it, is it Chairman Kim? Is it Xi Jinping? The most dangerous person in the world is Randy Weingarten. Now, this is a, a public school official. Uh, he says, it's not a close call. If you have to ask who's the most likely to take this republic down, it would be the teachers' unions and the filth that they are teaching our kids and the fact that they don't know math, reading, and writing. So um, so I guess the target is also uh, it's the gays, but now it's the teachers, too, right? And Trump came out on his true social going after uh, – Jack Smith, the special prosecutor in his case, going after his wife. And it, the thing is, he doesn't even know if it is his wife because the, the name Smith is so common. But he's got the, he's, you know, and thank goodness hardly anybody is, is on truth social. But look, there are forces in this world, and I've said it before, Joe, and I, I know kind of how, how it sounds. I'm not talking little green men like on the uh, late night show. I'm okay. talking foreign governments who do not want democracy to succeed. With the Supreme Court deciding the case of of Citizens United, our entire political advertising thing has been skewed from all this dark money. Dark money taking over, and what it is is unaccountable money. Look, you can give to whoever you want, but let's see who you are. And, you know, I'm glad that the Congress has Mr. Trump's taxes Finally, only five and a half years after right. they started, because justice moves so slowly. But we have the right to know the financial entanglements of any and all of our politicians that we choose to vote for. Otherwise, we're uninformed voters. <laughs> I love okay. uh, this guy, Tom Finton, from Judicial Watch. He's not even a lawyer, right? But he says, oh, why can't we see Biden and, and Clinton and, and Obama's taxes then? Like you can. I think the we did. Yeah. Record, All right. The public record. And right, uh, Randy, hang in there. Uh, you know, dying's easy, living's hard. And I hope I get a chance to meet you someday. I think you're a great, a great person. Um, yeah. Exactly. All right, John. Well, I, I'll leave you with this, or you'll leave us with this. Elvis Costello wrap up John's call. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's Joe today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Looking forward to the to a long weekend of sorts. Yeah, I was kind of sad to hear Randy talking about 
suicide. I mean, people do have the occasional thought about how will I die, but it's not something you should probably dwell on, a little bit unhealthy mentally. Yeah. You're just going to die when you're going to die. But the thing about suicide, it's illegal, but it is absolutely impossible to punish anyone for committing suicide. So the fact that it's legal or not doesn't really matter. I mean, if you want to kill yourself, you're going to do it. And I don't think people are punished for trying. People aren't punished for no. trying. I mean, generally. No. I mean, the but um, you know, I I think it's more local matter drug of dealer we can want hook to you help up with them. Stuff. All the overdoses that go on. I mean, your local illegal drug dealer can hook you up with drugs to kill you right dead right now. Get high as a kite and drop dead. So there's lots yeah. of ways to die. Like John said, it's very easy to. There used to be a TV show called A Thousand Ways to Die. Yeah. And it was about accidents. This is like twenty some years ago, but. Freak accidents where people have died doing just the weirdest things. Yeah. And it's living is hard. But anyway, I, I saw a thing on the news uh, on uh, online today at Washington Post. What do you think of the Washington Post? Is that a good paper or bad paper? Or what's their reputation? Well, the reputation has been very solid over over many many decades. And now, it, so they, I, I I suspect I I don't know that. Um, that uh, Bezos has had an undue influence on it since he bought it. Um, but Some sort I, of influence. And, all and I know what you're talking about because you sent me an email about this, uh, this oh, yeah, yes. article. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? About uh, so, more that now the, the majority of deaths, uh, we're talking what 58% of COVID right. deaths currently now are at, uh, of, among people who have had at least Some started. Sort of shot. Uh, yeah, at yeah. least had uh, one. Uh, or more uh, COVID shots. So it's amazing that they actually print that because, I mean, I've felt that way for a long time. And if these are supposedly the Cox family has some Kaiser medical group did this study or based on data from states. And I mean, I read it briefly. I didn't read the whole thing thoroughly, but kind of scary to think that people still, you can, not only can you get it and spread it while vaccinated, you can also die of it while having been vaccinated. So I don't know what place we're at in this country because there's never been any other sickness where, you know, 60-some percent of people got vaccinated, and yet they, some of them still die. I mean, do people I die mean, have you looked today? at—I mean, can you verify that? that uh, and this, uh, and, I mean, you're assuming that all illnesses right. are the same and that they act and all viruses assuming, act the same. Joe, I mean, I'm you, assuming that a reputable paper doesn't print something that's garbage. That's what I'm assuming. That's why I asked you what you thought of the Washington Post. Well, no, what they, what they printed was apparently was correct. They went through, looked at this data, and found that 50, currently 58% of those who are dying now are, so what does that uh, mean? are vaccinated. I mean, but, well, and then they went mean? on to— I, I want to know what that means. Well, then they went on to explain. I mean, you, need, you do need to read the entire article right. to get— the gist of it. And and if you think deeper into right. this, sure, um, this is a virus, and Dr. Fauci has said this and others, that this is a virus that, and pretty, I think if you've been following the news at all, you know that it that it uh, mutates. It's able to a overcome the, the any immunity that's given by the vaccine. That's why we've yep. had updated vaccines, why we've had boosters, why we've got now this new booster that there, this is addresses not this virus uh, variant. This is not new virus though. We've had viruses that do this mutating thing before, haven't we, for the last hundred and some years? We've had some that do. It does And it kills people annually for the last hundred years. Is that not correct? Uh, what are you talking about? This virus? We, the flu. This, this vi- well, the flu, sure. 60, yeah. 70,000 a year on average the last, I don't know, 10 years. I want to right. say it was in the 60,000 well, we had, like Yeah, that. we had the flu, uh, pan, you know, there was the flu pandemic back in the teens and early 20s. Years ago. Yeah, but then and then that waned. But flu has still stayed with our population, and that's right. what we're hearing that COVID likely will do. We had this uh, pandemic where millions upon millions were infected and millions died. Infected. But now we're getting to the point where, uh, and then they attribute. And if you read anything uh, by you know through through any of these you know me, you know the the medical studies or anything, they're saying that. Immunization is part, a big part of why it's not as deadly as it has been, because our hospitals are not filled with uh, COVID patients. 
there are COVID patients that are in there, and there are those that uh, are have are dying. Our hospitals are filled with something similar, a respiratory virus, aren't they? Well, this RSV is something now. RSV, yes. And uh, yeah, the flu. Uh, yeah. problem as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to think about logical things here. The flu did not go away. That's completely insane. If it went away, right. it wouldn't have come back. Right. So it, we had obviously. a whole year. So we, but we had a whole year where everyone said there was no flu. I mean, I think you even said that. Oh, there was no flu, and even well, it's not that there was, there no, was no flu. flu. It's just that it, we weren't we weren't spreading it amongst ourselves because, by and large, we were wearing masks, and that was uh, you know one of the didn't remember Dr. Carlo Booty saying a few weeks ago that uh, you can have RSV, COVID, and flu at the same time. I mean, I was shocked to hear that. If that is true, so if that's true, why would that not be true two years ago or a year ago? Why is it only true now? I, that you I, could have simultaneous infections. But I don't understand why that's an issue. But um, Because, Joe, it, I know you're trying to poo-poo this COVID-19 thing, but the fact is, Rich, that over a million Americans died from this illness. And people Americans are still dying die, from yes, it. But I, and I, I completely don't agree with the number that they said died of it. I don't agree right, with the number. I know right. some did die, but it's it's time it's times point three, and then the flu and okay. everything is times two or three because they cook numbers to get their agenda that they want for the money and the power. And that's we've what had we've had deaths through the year of the, due to COVID. We just had the first flu death. I just saw that was reported down in uh, in in uh, King County. It was a, a child. So if you have this is the this is the, the you time. know I mean if you look at how many are dying from one as opposed to the other, all right, Rich. I've, I, I, I've, all right, I, testing I, is everything, and we choose to test what we want to look for. So that's okay. why I don't believe the numbers because of the testing. All right, Rich. I appreciate it. I mean, we're not going to argue on it for the whole the whole hour, but um, all right. But COVID nineteen not a good thing. I think uh, most of us can agree on that. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more, including your calls. And uh, let it ring. I don't have a call screener. I'll get to you as soon as I can. 360-676-5464. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the Subaru Share the Love event to learn more about special ordering a Subaru locally from Dewey Griffin to build your own Subaru and support a dealership that supports our community. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Need service? Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-driven and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. During the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. The Ferndale Downtown Association is investing in both its history and its future by preserving and enhancing the history of downtown, fostering a vibrant community, and attracting quality businesses for Ferndale shoppers. Become a member and help increase the sustainability of Ferndale's local economy like these businesses. Flow Motion, an award-winning yoga sanctuary and healing spa, pioneering infrared hot yoga and salt halo therapy, as well as aerial yoga, massage therapy, and unique self-care treatments for total mind and body restoration. Flow Motion, located on 1920 Main Street, in the Carnation Building. Fringe is the best, worst, and only brewery in Ferndale. Enjoy your favorite brew at Fringe. Family and dog friendly with rotating food trucks. Fringe is located at 56 43rd Avenue. The Ferndale Downtown Association annual membership is just $100 for large businesses, $50 for small businesses, and $30 for an individual. Join today and play a role in making downtown Ferndale a flourishing place to live and do business. Purchase your membership online at FerndaleDowntown.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. 
Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Glenn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. The whole Glenn. world's thanking you. Thanking Thanks for joining us here on this uh, Thanksgiving Eve uh, edition of uh, KGMI Connects. And right back to the phones we go, and uh, Chuck joins us. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Um, I was uh, driving home, and I heard the opening of your program. I believe it was Randy. Uh-huh. It was talking, and I'm worried about the man. This time of year, those suicidal thoughts kind of hit some people. You know, if you need somebody to break bread with, I'm around. Okay. And uh, just so he knows uh, the way I want to go, I want to go with my boots on, and my last words are going to be, hold my beer. Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's how it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, I just hope hope there's not a video camera roll on it. Yeah, but uh, it just, uh, I don't know. This uh, the, the holidays always seem to bring a certain number of us to depression and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, well, I don't know if it, Randy it, was talking out of depression. I think he is more being practical and yeah. uh, that, uh, I, this is how I'd like to, I'd like to have this choice or it have just, this. It just gave me a, 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 a dark bolt of lightning yeah. through me when I was listening to that. Right. And so, you know, I just want to let him know that <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he's contemplating suicide or whatever, but, I, um, I didn't get know. that sense, but I appreciate your thoughts, Chuck. All I right. Think. Okay. Come that's all Chuck. I wanted to say. Joe. Thanks, man. Well, you have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. All right. Uh, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Before I forget, I just want to say um, I'm thankful for you. Well, thank uh, you. For running a tr- – and I wish you all the best this Thanksgiving uh, holiday. And I think um, we're very fortunate in this community to have a an outlet for our um, thoughts and, and a, mon- a moderator who is rational and whether we agree or disagree in a given uh, – topic or statement is irrelevant. What's relevant is that you're there and you're kind and you really do listen to everybody and I admire that. Well, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that, Michelle. Yeah, you're welcome. I might get a little bit emotional here because Randy touched me because 20, I think I can talk about this okay. Okay. 24 years ago, my mom was in the hospital terminally terminally, uh, uh, ill with pancreatic cancer. And uh, she had been a, a sorority queen type, a very beautiful woman when she was younger. And uh, you know, she this was turning her into turning her into uh, let's just say a very it was extremely hard for her to realize what she looked like. And I saw her on Thanksgiving Day of 1998, and you know, she asked me toward the end of our conversation. She asked me to smother her to death with the pillows on the bed. And I told her, Mom, that's against the law. I could be sent to jail for doing that. And with all the police, uh, you know, the the detection methods they have now, they can tell whether somebody's been smothered to death. And they do they do uh, investigations into these kind of deaths. Yeah. And I, being the last person in the room, I would have been suspect number one. And probably would have been arrested for murder. And in 1998, I'm almost sure that would have happened. And uh, so I told her, uh, Mom, I'm not trying to prolong your agony, but I can't do it because I have obligations in my life. And I just can't afford to, uh, you know, go to jail. Well, and plus, that's, she, that's something, a pretty heavy burden to put on someone who well, would carry she, that she on was, into their life, you know. Uh, it was a very heavy burden, and I, I, uh, but I tried to. For, I've, oh, I've forgiven her long, long ago. But uh-huh. what she did do, though, is she got so angry when I said no that she said, "I never want to see you again. Get out." Hmm. And we've been very, very close all of our lives, you know. And uh, so it was tough, but yeah. you know, these things happen, and uh, you can't let it get to you. I mean, it, you know, it's hard to take, but you can't let it get to you. And she died a month later in just total agony, and I felt bad about that. But I I had to follow the law because the law in those days was strictly enforced, 
And um, it was a different time in our country's history. Uh-huh. And all I can say is that, uh, you know, it was pretty bad. I did want to also comment about Rich's statement. Um, I didn't see the Washington Post today online. Uh, you can't get it in Bellingham in print. You have to buy it online or, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Right. But I do buy the New York Times every day. And I, um, you know, it's a, it's a good newspaper. And I... Um, uh, did see an article today um, involving uh, Fauci leaving and other aspects of COVID, and several uh, doctors are saying they expected, you know, COVID would be around forever, but that they expected less, uh, a lesser of a surge. And then they talked about a brand new variant uh, coming out of uh, Omicron, and and it was a long, complicated article. But what it said, I you don't have time to hear the summary of it. But what I will say is that they talked about what I believe is true. And they said that the vast majority of deaths now, it's averaging a little bit less than 300 a day nationally. That means about six per state on the average daily. So it's a very, you know, mean more people than that probably die of fentanyl at this point. But uh-huh. the thing is that um, the, the um, uh, you know, situation is such that the vast there's two points i want to make the vast majority of deaths now in the article it stated were people who were either terribly ill and caught covid or were unvaccinated totally unvaccinated you know not even the first two shots and and were much more vulnerable to dying of covid and this is true the the vaccines are not what people want in terms of say the effects of the polio vaccine which was incredible and incredibly effective and many other vaccines as well. These vaccines are, are more like treatments, but they do, um, this is the best we have, and they do um, generally don't hurt people for the most part. And uh, not to say that there there are people who have, you know, effects, but I've had five shots with absolutely oh. no effect whatsoever. Yeah. But that's typical of me. You know, I've had over 200 shots in my life, never had an effect ever at any time. But anyway, what I was going to say is, the vaccine, the the situation is such that the vast majority of people who've died for this, over a million Americans, over 80% of them were over 80 years old, and um, over uh, and the vast majority of those folks, along with other folks who died, had very serious illnesses, you know, lung illnesses, blood illnesses, okay. you name it. Okay. And it, it's primarily been very ill people. Um, and since uh, vaccines came out in December and January, uh, January 2021, they began uh, to primarily distribute them in mass. And this is something that we have to be aware of. We, we, um, you know, it's still probably a good idea to get the vaccine for most people. I do recommend people talk to their doctor. I think yeah. it's a wise thing to do. For sure. And at this, don't talk to, okay. don't listen to me. Talk to your doctor. But I'm just <laughs> saying that it's a, it's a, it's a. Um, it's something that, and the other issue, the other final point I want to make is okay, that real quick, because I got other folks waiting of, here. Okay, there's go ahead. still a lot of doubt about whether you die of it or with it, and um, that's about it. Thank All you. right, thanks. I appreciate it, Michelle. We'll take a quick break. I got other folks on the line. Get right to you and let it ring. If you call in, I don't have a screener. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Support the boys and girls Club of Whatcom County when you visit any local McDonald's restaurant between now and December 31st. The holidays are a time of generosity and good works, and now the McDonald's Smiles campaign makes it easy. Grab a bite to eat at any Whatcom County McDonald's, and you'll be invited to donate to the Boys and Girls Club. Every dollar you give will support their important work, serving more than 400 young people a day in our community. Their after-school programs provide nutritious meals, help with homework, and other life enhancing activities to kids who need it the most and no child is ever turned away this is what jim campbell the owner of the watkin county mcdonald's has to say we are proud to have supported the smiles program these past 15 years and thank our customers and employees for 
for their generous donations. Help create great futures for young people and our community. Stop in before December 31st at any local McDonald's and donate to the Boys and Girls Club. It's a great way to celebrate the holidays. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. I love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Well, thanks for joining us here on this day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. And uh, right back to the phones we go, and Jim's been holding on. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Very well, very well. Well, it's good. Uh... Just thought I'd check in. I, I was going to call yesterday about uh, the uh, anniversary of JFK being gunned down. And uh, I saw the, um, I call it the, my favorite 20 minutes in television when Gore Vidal got to listen to Larry King on that same day in 1988. And I passed on the quote because I talk about economics quite a bit. I'm not a, a graduate of an economic school or anything, but I've paid attention to it enough to where I certainly have a decent skepticism about the various reasons they throw it out about how much your turkey is going to cost tomorrow for this Thanksgiving. And, okay. and I don't think Biden has a magic dial. So instead that he twists it, it makes the gas prices go up. But uh, Gore Vidal on that station was asked by Larry King. He said, and no, Gore Vidal said, well, whoever the next president is, it's going to be Herbert Hoover. His name will be Herbert Hoover. And uh, Larry King said, well, do you think we're headed for a depression? And this was 1988. And Gore replied, he said, uh, we're right in the middle of one. In the much-squeezed middle class, it takes husband and wife working full-time to earn what the husband earned in 1973. And I've stuck with that the whole time. And I just wanted to pass a couple things on. Okay. You know, uh, if you don't have time, just just let me know. Okay. Um, but real quick, yeah, because I got other folks on the line. But okay, because right. a lot of people are abandoning the old Republicans, the Roaring Twenties, Coolidge, Hoover, uh, Harding, and and George W. Bush. They're throwing him under the bus now to make way for this new uh, manufacturing that supposedly they're going to create, and we'll have to wait and see, of course. But uh, I remain skeptical. And uh, Michael Prenny pointed out in 1900 we were like a third world nation, so. The ups and downs we have to look at and to try to minimize the downs and maximize the ups. Okay. So thanks for letting me call, Joe. All right, Jim. Appreciate it. Thanks for holding on. Let's go to uh, our friend Kirk in Bellingham. Hey, Kirk. Good day, brother. Yeah. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of burning out with everybody complaining about, um, and I get it. I mean, uh, the... Uh, you know, high grocery prices, gas prices, you know, heating uh-huh. costs, everything. But, um, you know, the way I see things is compared to, like, uh, previous generations, you know, I'm really thankful for what I do have because if you look at, you know, even in the early part of the 20th century or back in the 1800s, Boy, folks had it rough. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we've we've really gotten soft and it's like, boy, you know, it's it's not as bad as it really could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, things could be better, but you know, I, I it's just it's that time of year when I, I kinda like look back, you know, at the previous part of the year and it's like, Yeah, I think we did okay. Yeah. And uh yeah, you know. It, well, you know, you, know, you make a really be good. Better, but, yeah. yeah, you make a really good point. I mean, you think uh, it wasn't all that many generations ago when families, you know, when when two people were planning their family, they were thinking we got to have a lot of kids because we know some of them are going to die. I mean, now we're you know we're saying oh let's have two kids or let's have three kids because we just count on them surviving, and of course that doesn't happen for all families. But I mean, right. you know, by and large, you're. You're gonna. Your kids are gonna survive. They're gonna have a, a pretty decent life and an opportunity at a maybe even a better life than you had. Or uh, just uh, yeah. Depends. And uh, you know, hey man, tomorrow it's all about you know eating too much and watching football and all right. you know, hey, I like you it. Know, does it get any better? Uh, well, it 
Maybe it'll keep getting better, but uh, appreciate it, Kirk. That's the way to look at it. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, let's see. KGMI Connects, I'm going to put you on hold for just a moment. I got some folks on ahead of you, but uh, let's go to our friend Bob in Bellingham. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joe. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yeah, you too. Hey, I, I want to uh, agree with the uh, with what Michelle said as far as you uh, listening. Very uh, good to everybody and being open to every conversation, which is, uh, right. I think, why so many people call. I appreciate that, but, definitely. Uh, I want to say, man, it's crazy that uh, John, what John from Ferndale said regarding one of the scariest people there are, Randy Weingart, he's absolutely right. I, I agree with him 100%. 100%. And, and, you know, I think what that goes to show is that there, there are a lot of things where we're so divided but there's a lot of things where people would talk more and have more conversations. I think there's a lot more middle ground that we could actually have than what is happening in this country right now. Because there are issues that I think on both sides where there's a lot of people that probably agree, but they don't talk about it. They don't converse. They uh-huh. put up this wall and nobody wants to talk. Yeah. And I think if, if we really started opening up and you know letting down these you know walls that we have up and talking, I think... We could get somewhere as a country if we would just converse and, you know, not, you know, listen to people and see both sides and, you know, not be so just one-sided and that's it. That's all. I'm not going to listen and just shut you down, not have conversations. It's just, it's, it's too bad because obviously me and John will disagree on a lot of things, but we obviously agree on things too. Exactly. Yeah. But a lot of people don't, aren't willing to talk about stuff and it's just, it's sad because, I think this country would be in a much better spot if we could do that. We could actually just have conversations that are civil and listen. Just listen, you know? Exactly. I have to agree with you, so, Bob. And and I and, and like you say, we're not going to agree out of every on everything, but maybe we'll come to a, a understanding that well, even on the things we don't agree on, it doesn't mean that we have to we have to fight each other to the death over those issues i mean and and if one and if one uh uh, thought uh, and one you know one frame of mind or one one uh, avenue of thinking on one issue overcomes the other it doesn't mean that you know that this other thing that uh, you know this other uh value that i hold is is destroyed too my whole world isn't destroyed Um, no that's exactly right and so it's just sad that people have just such strong just so yeah. opinionated, so strong, and aren't willing to just listen and see other sides and other viewpoints. For you sure. know, there's a thing, it's yeah. called viewpoint diversity. You know, everybody wants to talk about diversity and having all different, well, viewpoints are part of it. Yeah. You have to be willing to accept that, you yeah. know? All and right. so a perfect example is with, like, with, with the article. I read the same article Rich was talking about. Well, like you're saying, if you go on, well, it makes sense. As much as I don't like to admit it, there's millions of people that are vaccinated now of course there's going to be a higher percentage of people that are dying that are vaccinated. I mean, that just, it's, it's logically makes sense, but you know, some people don't like to hear that. So right. anyway, well, I, and you're right. And, 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 uh, uh, yeah. and, All right, Bob. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent point. And I, I, I really appreciate your call, Bob. And I always appreciate your calls. And, you know, when it comes to the vaccine, for instance, I mean, I'm, I was, you know, died in the wall. I got to get the vaccine and I'm, I'm, I will continue to get the vaccine. I think it's a good thing. Um, I was convinced at the beginning that it would be more effective than it's proved to be, but at the same time, it's not proven to be totally ineffective. I think it's, it does, it does have an effect. And I think the, the numbers bear that out, but I have to admit that it's not a hundred percent effective. It's not, uh, it's not a fail safe. And, um, so just on that issue, okay, we learn and we then we move forward. But thanks for your call, Bob. Let's go. Hey, caller, what's your name? I didn't get your name. What? What? Hello? You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, uh, that's Brandon. you, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. What? Are you, what are you, what's on your mind? So I I uh, heard some. I didn't know what the beginning conversation. Something about Randy and uh, not had, feeling. Well, or he, feeling depressed or something. Well, he had called suicidal. wanting he not suicidal. He just felt that uh, uh, that um, 
a person should be able to determine when they when their life would come to an end and be able to say, I'd like to die in this particular uh, atmosphere. I'd like to, you know, die comfortably and then maybe by the seashore on a, you know, a warm summer night or, you know, just to, yeah. to determine how they would okay. leave this life. Yeah. So, um, so I'm a Catholic Christian and I'm not, I can't force anybody to believe what I believe, but I'm just going to put this out there just, just to, uh, have someone think about. So I believe that euthanasia is wrong and suicide is wrong simply because we as human beings have dignity. And we have such a special dignity that God sent his only son to die for us on the cross to take away our sins. And to end our lives in any particular manner is wrong because it kind of slaps God in the face saying, you know, I know better than you. See, yes, suffering is hard and suffering is not good and getting older is not hard. I've seen my grandma passed away uh, in a terrible state, but she went when the Lord said she would go. So when we try to take other people's lives or our own lives into our own hands, it's like saying, well, I know better than God. Now, I know not everybody's going to believe in God, but this is the thing. Okay. Our life has dignity and worth. If people can find dignity and worth and when they have no limbs or whatever situation they have, that is worth it because you live in the life that God gives you to live, and it's so short. And then when we come face-to-face with God, we can say, hey, did, uh, we, can tr- uh, we come before His judgment, and He's going to judge us on how we lived our lives, good or bad. Okay. But if we end it sooner than we, when, when, when our time is, we don't get that chance to really fulfill what God has in store for us, whether it's okay. whatever it be. But anyways, that's all, all right. I have. I appreciate you can, your people call. People can take or leave it, what I said, but that's what I have to say. I appreciate anyway. you calling. All right, thanks. And uh, we've got just a minute or so left, and the Rambler has been hanging on. And uh, Rambler, you got the final word here on uh, the day before hey. Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth, so much... I agree philosophical with the last gentleman, but I know enough about certain things. Boy, I'd almost say, hey, guys, if you're really thinking. But, hey, soil and green is people. Anyway, <laughs> getting toward the uh, – I want to say, hey, when I first called in, you know, I did have some curses against the smartphones that kept hanging up when Joe's just trying to do his job. But anyway <laughs> – uh, I saw a beautiful black-tailed deer here last night. I heard hoota owls. Thanksgiving is a wonderful thing. I won't be having a real feast because that's just not the way I roll. But, hey, thanks to everybody that's going to work tomorrow. Yeah. And like John, he's like, wow, this guy. You know what? I'm a fan of John's and I kind of enjoy when you and Rich go at it and stuff just life in general and they're they're right what a what a rare show it's amazing the first amendment lives here all right it does yeah used to call him the Soviet of Washington (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh now I just gave some away anyway you have a great Thanksgiving thanks everybody thank God for all our blessings. And thank you, Rambler. And a great way to wrap up our show here uh, before Thanksgiving. Hope everybody does have a happy Thanksgiving, whether you are by yourself with family, friends. Even if you have to work, you're appreciated, and um, you're certainly appreciated here on this program. So take care. We'll be back on Monday with more KGMI Connects. When it's happening in Whatcom County, it's on KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.